Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, Andy, let's get into other things going on in the Patriots and in the NFL. Like, so weird to say it this way. Our former head coach with the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick, who has already had his first interview for a head coaching vacancy. It was confirmed Monday night. Make all your jokes. Make Let all the memes hang, fly. Even uh, as the Dallas Cowboys crapped the bed once again uh, as heavy favorites in the postseason, and the memes were flying fast and furious about Bill Belichick going to the Dallas Cowboys, Mike McCarthy, as of recording, is still the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll see what shakes out there. But the Atlanta Falcons do have a head coaching vacancy, and that was, in fact, Bill Belichick's first interview for a head coach job in 2024 in the NFL. How many of these do you think he ends up taking overall? Three. Okay. I'm just and three. I, yeah, All right. No, actually, I like it. Um, because I don't think he's going to go to every open job or jobs that may become open. Um, but I, I still think the Dallas one, I, I don't know how Jerry Jones doesn't at least consider that. And I heard Steve Mariucci on the uh, pregame show on NFL Network yesterday talking about how would this even go down? Do you almost have to know that Belichick would take the job before you fire McCarthy? Because you are. Whatever we think of McCarthy, he's what, three straight 12-win seasons? Like, if you don't get if you fire McCarthy and then Bill goes, oh, yeah, no, I'm not interested. I'm going to Atlanta. I've been going to Atlanta all long. I've been talking to blank for months now. Now, are you Dallas? Are you scrambling to get in on the Jim Harbaugh pursuit? Or mm-hmm. are you just going to now go young? Interesting. Like, like that would be I don't very, know. Wow. Harbaugh in Dallas would be very. Can you imagine? I mean, so on Monday on insert name of shouting person show here. Uh, I, that may be the name. I don't even know what the name of it is. Um Shannon Sharp called Bill Belichick and Jerry Jones possibly uniting in Dallas as a match made in hell. For who? Just in general. No, I actually have a match made in heaven. I think they could. You know what it is? It's a visit to a strip club. All right. I'll, I'll, we'll allow it. Go on. You're going to take the, you're going to take the, I'm going to take the cheese on that one. Go ahead. So I'm a podcast, remember? Strip clubs are the best places because they are a full, business relationship where 99% of the people know exactly what's going on. The dancers, the men, you got that one weird guy all of a sudden, every once in a while that thinks that the stripper actually is in love with him. But Mm -hmm. most people know what they're there for. I'm going to spend a bunch of money that I'll regret later. I'm going to see some things I like to see. I'm going to pay overpriced beers and I'm going to go home happy. Like I'm it's entertainment dollars. Every, the, the, 
The dancers get their money. They make really good money, way more than they'd make, you know, flipping burgers at McDonald's. We're all happy. It's a great. Who's to say, business. wait a second. <laughs> I'm just, I threw it out there. Um, so it's a great business relationship. I think this would be a trip to a strip club for Bill Belichick. Like he has certain needs right now in his professional life. He needs a roster that can win a Super Bowl. He needs a quarterback. He needs to win 15 games. He wants slash needs to win a Super Bowl without Tom Brady and to stick it to Brady and Kraft and the whole thing. Oh, my God, the Cowboys need a coach to show them how to win. They have all this talent. They have great players on defense. They just need to get over the top. They need to get somebody to make them believe there is nobody on the planet other than maybe Tom Brady. There's nobody on the planet that can make a team, a locker room, an organization, a fan base believe that they can now win, that they're no longer. Because you know yesterday, everybody had in the back of their mind, whether you had a star on the side of your helmet, a star on your jacket, or you were just a casual fan. Everybody had the back of their mind. Will the Cowboys gag again? Are the Cowboys going to choke again? There's like no was- way that they're a seven and a half point favorite. There's no way they could possibly no. lose this game to Green Bay. Not only did they lose, they, they were, never had a shot. They had their asses handed to them. That opening over- drive alone was jaw startling, jaw dropping. Because they were and- ready to lose. They had put it out there emotionally into the app and that means mike mccarthy no matter how brilliant to play caller no matter how good a qb whisperer boob well i mean mean, the guy who lied to get his job so that's what he is but the flip side of that is bill belichick where he brings instant believability credibility bill always finds a way to win bill always puts his teams in the best position to win walk in just here's the resume just i whatever everything that's happened before you're all a bunch of talented grown men give me Jerry Jones wouldn't give up power. He did for Parcells. Don't give me they couldn't get along. From what I hear, they're like kissing cousins. They've been buddies for a long time. They have this great relationship. It's Jimmy Jones Johnson and Kraft that have the rivalry. Right. Jimmy Johnson could be the intermediary. Now Jimmy Johnson's in the ring of honor. He's kind of back in that world. They've, they've mm-hmm. broken the, the, the Cold War that was going on between them. I, I, I don't think there's one argument against Bill Belichick going to the Cowboys. Not no, a it makes argument. the most sense. However... Let's say Philadelphia wakes up today on the day where Jason Kelsey, the great Jason Kelsey, Super Bowl champion, uh, owner of one of the best post uh, Super Bowl parade speeches and Super Bowl parade outfits as well. Great show on Amazon, the pod with his brother and more. Now he can just focus on being a really cool brother-in-law to Taylor Swift. He announced his retirement following uh, the Eagles absolute demolitioning at the hands of the Buccaneers. On Monday night, let's say Philadelphia, Howie Roseman, Jeffrey Laurie, all sometime today, they're just like, you know what? I don't care if Nick Sirianni took us to the postseason three years in a row. I don't care if we lost two really good coordinators and we have so many other fingers to point in terms of who's to blame for this and why did things go south right into the old crapper for the Eagles this season. At once, 10 and 1, everybody's saying like, Eagles Niners, we'll see you in January. Hopefully this time Purdy stays healthy. This is one of the all-time slip and falls I've ever seen. What if they say, you know what? Sorry, Sirianni, you just don't have enough. We're going to go with Belichick. What if they, what, if the Eagles get rid of Sirianni, I could see Vrabel going there because he has the no-nonsense attitude and everything Mm -hmm. else we thought would have worked in New England. So if they decide to, without even knowing Belichick would say yes to an interview, do you think the Eagles may just say like, yeah, sorry, Nick, great work, but it's not going to, it's, we're going to, it's a no from us, dog. Yeah, I hope not. I hate that precedent. A guy that went to the Super Bowl and then started the next year 10-1 and one, losing his job. I really don't care what happened, that they gagged, they fell apart. 
uh, barring a scandal, a crime, you know, as I said on our weekend show, an issue with his secretary and some monkeys that made video footage on the Internet. All right. Yeah. So in the last five minutes, we've gone strip club secretary with monkeys. Yeah. Um, I, I hate the idea of that happening, even if I think he's a it's dink. a bad precedent. Yeah. Yeah. It's a terrible precedent. I also think everything's bigger in Dallas. There's a bigger stage for Bill to win on. I think you can argue there's a better talent mm -hmm. in Dallas because you mm -hmm. mentioned it. Jason mm -hmm. Kelsey's out. He's the centerpiece mm -hmm. of that line. Um, Fletcher Cox, question mark. Brandon Graham, question mark. They, there's some questions about their talent moving forward. Now, they have right. plenty of depth. Don't get me wrong. The defensive line is still loaded um, with Carter and Davis and all those yep. guys. Um, I just think if, if, he, if there's some theater in Bill's mind, sticking it to Kraft, America's team, like there is no bigger platform than putting a star on your chest or a star on the, I'm sorry, Patriots fans and Steelers fans and Raiders fans can be like, hey, we're awesome too. You are, you're awesome. You have great fan bases, great histories. That's all mm -hmm. true. The Cowboys are the biggest team in football. And if you go win the Super Bowl in Dallas, that's different. And, and I also have seen people, Lombardi might've thrown this out there. Bill, Bell, Bill Parcells couldn't win in Dallas. That's another oh. little, little booby boober. I threw that one out there. You want to call it? So, yep. I, I just think Dallas is the perfect choice. Uh, can I tell you where I where I believe Bill Belichick, if he had his druthers, if he had his choice, if like actual openings, potential openings, and maybe he'll start, take a couple more interviews this week and then hang around a little while longer. The place I believe Bill Belichick would most want to go, knowing his nature, knowing how spiteful, knowing that he's got one of those memories. I think if there were to be an opening in Buffalo, that's where he would most oh, want yeah. to go. I would include Buffalo in there, and I think that would make them dangerous. And the twice-a-year Patriots thing is part of that. That I think would be un-effing belief. I was, I'll admit, I was openly, not just because I have a good buddy who's a Steelers fan. I have friends that are Bills fans, too. So I feel sad for them. I was openly rooting for the Steelers, mostly just because there's a perverse part of me that would love to see Steve stay with the Patriots and have it be Steve and Brian Belichick and Mayo and the Crafts against Bill Belichick and Josh Allen. The I mean, the Buffalo Bill Belichick's get out of here. Well, I, that I, I, that's what I've been saying. The theater, along. like our team is named the Bills. Why don't we bring in Bill Belichick? It's so obvious he's the greatest like, Bill of all time. Um, oh my, yeah. And you could announce him as that, announcing the greatest Bill of all time, joining our Buffalo Mafia. It's Bill Belichick. And then Belichick at his presser, like. Takes a quick shot of fireball, then jumps on the table. Yes, like, yeah. we can dream. We can have fun. And oh, oh, also now. Leonard Fitzy and Hart say they hope Belichick goes to the Bills and beats the Patriots. Hey, uh, hear what you want, listeners. And thanks again for tuning in. We appreciate each and every one I'm of you. Tell a friend. That. Yeah, you're the one who says you people all the time. Um, no, we're not openly rooting against the Patriots. No, it's just this is supposed to be fun. This got very unfun the last couple of years. Yes. And would it be fun to watch the Patriots lose to the Bills again and again? No. But the drama that would lead up, I mean, do, does everyone remember all the, the the feels they got up in and how emotional it was with Brady coming back in the Bucks in 2021? Like that whole week, every one of us was just an absolute nightmare, a disaster. But it was also great because it was such a unique once-in-a-lifetime moment. I would also sort of celebrate that. I don't think Buffalo is going to get rid of McDermott at this point, unless, of course, the Chiefs come in and kick their ass. No, now that they I beat the Steelers, they won't lose them. Yeah, I still don't think. I think that, and not only the game and the the victory, but 
you got a good Josh Allen game where he didn't turn the ball over. He's making plays with his legs. The only thing people can complain about is when he flops. But show me eh. a quarterback who doesn't flop, and I'll show you a guy who's not actually a who's not a quarterback. Either. Exactly, they all do it. And Quick I hate ruling, it. By the way, Hart from uh, from the Hardo Hart. Uh, let's have a Hardo Hart moment here. Did you believe on Josh Allen's 52-yard touchdown run, he almost made it look like he was going into a slide, which caused those three Steelers defenders to pull not up? Really, not really. I, I kind of felt like he did. Like he was I so saw it far away. It was like a five to seven yards. Look what away. happens. Then he slides later. Somebody barely touches his shoulder pad. Yeah. Laundry. Oh, I've hated it forever. Go back to the famed Tom Brady beats Brian Urlacher run. I think Brian Urlacher was afraid to hit Tom Brady. I think that was a part of that. I think that mentality the juke heard around the world. Yeah, I think that relates to these rules where you're not allowed to touch quarterbacks and if they slide and the whole thing. I, I don't know what to do with the quarterback running rule uh, because it's it's very like there was one, there was a penalty in the Tampa oh Tampa Philly game. Mm -hmm. There was a penalty for helmet to helmet hit Le Levante David on Jalen Hurts, even though Hurts wasn't sliding. It was at the end of a run. And I'm like, that's because he's a quarterback. If his yeah. name is uh, Swift, if that's just a Swift run and David hits it, Levante David hits him the same way, no flag would have been thrown. Like Correct. the weirdness of quarterbacks and like you're allowed to touch him, you're not allowed to touch him. When can you touch him? Where can you touch him? No, mm -hmm. no squares and all of that. Like I, I hate it. But on that play, I think it was more of a, he saw a mass of bodies. He started to slow down like, oh my, I, you know, I've gotten enough here. And then he was like, well, I might as well just keep going. There's actually an right. opening there that I can take. As Just sort of thinking of the mind of the defenders, though, there as well, Andy. And I'll point to a couple other things over the weekend. Uh, there was Matt Stafford getting knocked down, stepped on, like concussed, whatever, and there was no penalty thrown there. Sometimes yeah, a ref decides, like, I'm going to ride the moment and let him play. It's big boy style. And I kind of appreciate that. But then at the same time, you see all the hand wringing and the pearl clutching on the social medias. And it can't be like this thing. He's got a family, too. All right. Playoff football is ways. fascinating. It is. And then Mahomes, his helmet gets cracked in half and there's no, pa I mean, like pick a lane. Just and please be consistent for God's sakes. Well, the, the beauty of quarterbacks they want on the field, no matter what. Oh, I didn't see Stafford roll his eyes in the back of his head. I, I must've missed that. What was I watching or Mahomes? No, I didn't see his helmet shatter and a big chunk come out and, and you let him play for two plays. Then you let him switch helmets without a timeout, without having to switch quarterbacks, without doing right. anything. And then the putting away of the flags, like they're not calling P.I. almost at all, even though mm -hmm. guys are hitting people early, grabbing people like they're letting Tyreek Hill and Legereus Sneed. And I, I this reminds me of like early 21st century Patriots football, uh, you know, are basically in a UFC match minus the cage over there on every play. And Tyree Kill even said, like, you know, hey, man, my guy, because they used to be teammates, he's like, I got shoved right back out of the playoffs. Like, that's how it goes. Like, that's but why, I love, like, you have to, the old Belichick, like, let the game declare, find out how business is being done. Like, early in these playoff games, you've right. had to kind of figure out what's being allowed. What can I do as, oh, as a defender, I can hit the guy a second early and you're never going to call it? That's my whole, th exactly, Andy. That's my whole thing. In any social engagement, game action, business, family relations, whatever, I just like to know the rules of engagement. Just let me know how we're gonna, how business is gonna get done, like Belichick said, and then we can figure. We all should be smart enough to figure out how to go about it from there.
And as a quarterback, if you want somebody to look out for your own well-being, you should probably have like your wife or your parents on line one because the independent spotter is working for the league and they know they want the quarterbacks on the field in the playoffs. They're not going to take you out of the game. Uh, A side note, I'm not sure if you saw the video making the rounds on social media from our friends Danny Amendola and Julian Edelman joking about this very topic and how they used to handle it and Mm -hmm. knowing they were going to take headshots, knowing they were going to be concussed. And admitting that they would grab e- try to grab each other first when they saw a headshot, mm-hmm. tell each other another body part to grab. They would just yell in your ear, like, grab your knee, grab your knee, grab your knee, to try to take attention away from the fact that it could be a concussion. They would also tell each other the the month, the day, the score, and the opponent. Like, they would yell, He like, Amendola joked, I would yell, it's the second week of November, it's 2.30 in the afternoon, and we're up by 7 over Philly. And Edelman would, when he goes to the sideline, the the guy doing the concussion test would be like, "Get right. out of my What's face! It? It's November, it's two thirty, and we're up by seven. I'm fine." Even though he knew he wasn't fine, Edel was wrong, and he was so not good. That's how an Edelman stays in Super Bowl forty nine after getting you know clock. And like- that's why he closes one eye now and looks like Popeye the Sailor Man sometimes because <laughs> there's some stuff going on that isn't right. <laughs> we're not supposed to be laughing, but also, but and it's amazing. Like these are choices. Now, see, this is them. Oh, I heard Fitzy and Hart not making light of concussions. All right, stop. If he's okay with it and he signs off on it. It's their decision, right? It's their decision, not ours. No, and and they're okay with it. And he joked about, yeah, that happened. And then I played seven more years in the whole thing. Like, But, and and again, if you're a true football fan, you need to embrace the fact that this is a barbaric, archaic sport that Mm -hmm. probably should not be played by a developed, supposedly advanced society. Mm. Agreed, which is why we love it so much. But you may want to watch the Pro Bowl games because when Peyton coaches against Eli in the flag football Pro Bowl game, that is likely the future of the sport that you love so much, where 93 out of 100 TV events last year that were top rated were the NFL, including 23 million people watching on Peacock Saturday night, Andy, despite all of your harumphing and 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 they weren't the only one as well, too. So it's terrible. And I I do appreciate the NFL's um, audacity, I guess, to say and brag and be proud of the fact for the first time ever exclusively streaming on peak. Like, they're screwing you. They're absolutely screwing you. And they're proud to announce loudly and often that they're screwing you. They don't even try to hide it. There is something special about that kind of screw job. It's it's actually pretty impressive, I will dare say. It really is like that they would do it the way that they did and make the money and just not even be not even be not even be like subtle at all. in the fact that they're like, oh, we know cigarettes are terrible for you. And now we're going to charge you more and make you have to go to places that say we sell cigarettes here to yeah. get to act so that there's a stigma attached to it and people will still keep going. All right. Last thing real quick is we got to wrap up shop here, pal. Um, Caleb Williams has declared for the draft. Will he be the number one overall pick in any chance in the world? Gerard Mayo and the 19 different people that will make up your star of stars, your GM of GMs, uh, would be interested. My, me say no. Oh, I think they would be interested. I think he's the most talented option. Um, sure. I think some of the uh, stuff is probably overblown, and it's become a thing that mm-hmm. people are now perpetuating on the Internet. Now, it hasn't been great. I do think somebody needs to do a better job overseeing his marketing and his socials. Like that picture two weeks ago, in the all you know glass windowed penthouse view of LA, like no, don't be a diva quarterback, don't be a dumbass. I, I continue to 
the the videos I'd be putting out if I were on his social team would be like those Mohammed Sanu videos from a couple of years ago, running up hills with no shirt on and running backwards and sweating it up and flipping over tires and hitting a sledgehammer on a tie. Like you should look like Rocky preparing for the uh, the match in Russia. That's what you should be looking like right now and selling people that you're this like man of the people, hardworking guy that's ready right. to change the franchise. Um, but I do. So think if you want the Patriots to take you, then all you got to do is just get your cousin, put him on a sled, put a leather jacket and a yeah. beanie cap on, tow him up the hill, and then yell Drago when you get there. Ditch you know, the Russians. Then, right? Ditch the guys following you so you have your own <laughs> social team cover it, not them. Um, yeah. Exactly. But we are all, all roads back to Rocky Four. Good job. Absolutely. We're all starting silly season. I love it. I know some people were like, is he really going to go back? Because it didn't get announced until the final day. Um, those could come out. And we're already starting the uh, smoke screens, the old like Dan Marino takes cocaine. We want him to fall to 13 or wherever the hell he fell to. Because I don't know if you saw this, but um, Rick Spielman, former GM, who's actually consulting for the Redskins, uh, excuse me, the commanders now said he would have taken Caleb Williams over Peyton Manning. He's a better prospect than Peyton Manning, which I don't think he believes. I think he is playing the game of, I work for Washington and I'm trying to manipulate the public sentiment on a guy for the guy we probably want, whatever. Right. Um, but we're going to get in fun because the, the question's already there. What do you do at three? Do you take the quarterback that's at three, yep. no matter what his name is? Do you trade it if you don't really like Jay? I don't Daniel? think they do it. I don't think they do it. I know we had um, it's on the Six Rings feed. If you guys get a chance, you want to go back on Monday. The midday show was Brad Foe and Mike Cadlick, and they had Lance Zerline from NFL.com on Andy. And Zerline said he, you know, and he knows his person, he knows his player personnel, he knows his NFL draft and beyond. He said he thinks that the Patriots can, would, and should trade back in the upcoming draft, which is, which would cause an absolute revolt to be like, but we just got rid of the guy that used to do that all the time. Why the hell would we do that all over again? They have a million needs, and I don't think they love these quarterbacks the way a lot of us want them to love these quarterbacks. I think if there's anyone that they take, it would be Daniels. But look, we get like you said, it is silly season. We love have it. months now to debate, discuss, and deliberate. Um, and please stay tuned here. We will have draft specials. We'll have big shows draft night party and so much and of course for all the latest news reactions and more stay tuned it's at mike cadlick our guy on the beat at jumbo heart and at fitzy gfy here on the at six rings pod tomorrow mayo declares himself the new hc of the nep he'll have an introductory press conference at high noon Hart and cadlick will react immediately afterwards so you're not going to want to miss that pod as well andy and i will be back on thursday with the latest news and more plus our divisional round preview and everything else you need to stay atop the game in the wide world of Patriots football and more. Yes, last thought, sir. Just real quick, as dumb as it is, it is a big day for Gerard Mayo at Gillette Stadium on Wednesday. It sets the tone for his leadership era. We've all seen it, whether it was Nick Sirianni and he was really um, sort of weird and kept Awkward. saying, we're going to be smart, and we got smart people, whether it's Adam Gase chasing tacos with those weird eyes, whether it's Dan Campbell <laughs> biting kneecaps. Joe Judge had one that was really uh -huh. bad in New York. Yep. His was really weird. So it doesn't mean anything really tangibly, mm. but you're setting the tone for the Gerard Mayo era. So a very big day for Gerard Mayo. Have your message ready on point, clear, concise, and give the fans something that gives them reason to believe that we've turned the corner and we're going in the right direction. We just need a little hope. That's all we need. And above all, you know what people in New England love? Authenticity. We just want mm. you to be you. You do you. You be you. And then hopefully you can marshal the people to follow you 
and greatness or at least wins or relevance will soon follow. I, for one, am putting my faith in him as well, and I think he's actually going to have an impressive presser, but we'll see how that goes. And, of course, you can listen here for all the reactions, news, analyses, and more afterward. All right. For Terp, the producer, for Cadillac, who chips in, for Jumbo Hart, your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens here saying thanks very much for listening to the latest edition of Six Rings and Football Things brought to you by WEI, Odyssey, and 2400 Sports. Until the next episode, and as always, folks, thanks for listening to the show. Good day, God bless, and go Pats.